on Pei Vobam and Beis by the two dots. Um, and then we're going to go through the Seder of, of, the, 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 of what happened leading up from the time they came to, 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 came to Midbar Sinai until the Nasina Sotara. Tana Rabbanon. B'shishu b'chadosh nitno aser sadibris through Yisrael. So Tarakama says that the Torah was given on the sixth day of Sipur. Rabbi Yerzeh Mer B'shiva Boy. Rabbi says the Torah was given on the seventh day of Sipur. So Amar Rava, the Kuliyam of Rosh Chodesh also the Midbar Sinai. Nobody argues that the Kaisel arrived in Midbar Sinai. That was Rosh Chodesh. Why? so he uses the word hazeh. So we learn hazeh from over there. Where that was Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Some of the halal Rosh Chodesh. Avkam Rosh Chodesh. Just like over there, it was referring to Rosh Chodesh. So we're also with Rosh Chodesh. That's number one. Number two, Rabbi says, the Kuliyama b'Shabbos in the Torah Yisrael. The Torah was given on Shabbos. So the day of the week. That they uh, received Torah was Shabbos. Why? It, it says, "Siv Hocha B'Zachar Yom Shabbos L'Katsha." Siv Hosam Yom Mershalom Zachar is a Yom Asep. So, by the Sefer Neighbors, it says, "Zachar is Yom Shabbos L'Katsha," and it says, "By we see it's Mitzrayim." Mershal told Klaisel when they left Mitzrayim, "Zachar is a Yom Asep." Now, Moshe told Klaisel that mitzvah, they were they were told about Yitzis Mitzrayim on the day of Yitzis Mitzrayim. So over here also, Avkan mitzumashayim. When they were told about Zechor Yom Shabbos the Kachar, remember this day they were they were standing on Yom Shabbos and being told about Shabbos. So, so what is the argument then? Whether it's six or seven. What they're arguing about is what was, how did the day, how did the days of the month correspond to the days of the week? What day was the Rosh Chodesh set set to be? The Rosh Chodesh was on Sun on Yom Rishon on Sunday, and the Chum were going to understand that Rosh Chodesh was on. Yerim Sheni on Monday. So according to Rabbi Yossi, so Yerim Rishon was Aleph, so Shabbos, which is when the Torah was, was given, is, is Yerim Zayim. According to the Chobim, that Rosh Chodesh was on Monday, so Monday is Aleph of the Chodesh, so Shabbos, when the Torah was given, was only the sixth of the month. And according to the Chobim, it, it, took, it took six days to get to the Sinas of Torah, According to Rabbi Yossi, it took seven days to get to the Sinus of Torah. Okay, so now the Mordechai is going to go through the calculation according to Rabbi Yossi. So they, they arrived on, on Rosh Chodesh. 
But Rosh Chodesh, they were, there was no, nothing was, no mitzvahs or no communications of a Kodesh were told to Klai Yisrael. They were, they were just arrived and they were weak from the trip and they, Roshim did not give any message to Klai Yisrael at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so then, so in Pasuk, Gimel says, Moshe went up to the, to, to the, to the Har and Roshim tells him, this is, what you should, this is what you should tell Klai Yisrael. Listen, Pasuk so that was um, the, the the communication which Mashabena was went up in the morning, and he was told by Kadosh Baruch Hu this this communication, um, and he comes back down on the second day of of Sivan and he tells us the Klayis, and that's Pasuk Zayin. And then, whatever Rishon says, Nasa, we're going to do. So when was that? So, Moshe um, so goes up on Shlishi and responds back and tells this message to Kodesh Baruch Hu. He goes up on Shani, comes down on Shani, and tells Kleisel this message. Kleisel responds that and Moshe Rabbeinu re- re- then re- transmits that reply to Kodesh Baruch Hu when he goes up on Yom Shlishi. The Tlosa Amr Lehu Mitzvah Sakbal the Mor says that then the Bereshit tells um, Moshe on Yom Shlishi Pasuk Yud Beis he built this arm to be able to more. He shamed the camel list behind the guy because say you called the guy behind you. Must you must and pass it. You give me all you get. See the yard. Okay, so he's told Mrs. Hagbola on Yom. He told Mrs. Hagbola on Yom Shlishi. But Arba Abel Prishet. Now, then on the the fourth day, which according to basic calculation would be would comes out to be the. Day four of the month, it's also day four of the week, is the Psukim of Pasuk Yud that Moshe Benel tells, that the Kodesh Baruch tells Moshe, tell the Om, Ki Dashem HaYem HaMachar, Bekib Sim Lesom, Bahayu Nechonim LaYem HaShlishi, Kib Yem HaShlishi, Yerid Hashem Allah, Eleni Kolam Al Har Sinor. So the Mitzvah's Prisha from the husband, the separation between husband and wife, was told to Moshe, and Moshe gave it to Klai Yisrael, and Yom Revi. Now the Pesukim, Rashi t- touches on the fact that the Pesukim are out of order. Right? The, the Pesukim are that, the way the Moor is presenting it, so um, Pesuk Tes, Pesuk Yod, Pesuk Yod Aleph were only given to him in Revi, and Pesuk Yod Beis, Pesuk Yod Gimel were given to him in Yom Shlishi. Okay, so um, Rashi will touch on that. That's Rabbi Yosi. Ravon and Savri, Ravon and however, have the calculation, Petrei V'Shabba Ikva Yarecha. So they only, the Rosh Chodesh was only on, they came to our Midbar Sinai on Petrei V'Shabba, on the second day of the week. Petrei V'Shabba Lohyam Rehubal Amidi, Mishim Chulshad Lohurcha, they agree that, that Kaiser was not given any communications on, Yom Rish, on, on, on Rosh Chodesh. 
then Betlosa on the third day of the week, which is the second day of Sivan, Amrlo attempt to leave they told the Pasik all through Gimel through Vav. Barboa on the fourth day of the week, which is now Yem Shlishi so they're told Pasuk Yud Beis and Yud Kimmel Behei on the fifth day of the week which is Dal and Sivan Abed Prisha they're given the Mitzvah's Prisha which is Pasuk test through Yud Aleph and then writer Pasuk Yud Aleph says that Moshe told the Am and Moshe told them in Pasuk Tezvav you should be ready for, for the three in three days. I'll take surely sure, and that's um, and that took place on on um, took place on Dal and Sivan, which was the fifth day of the week. So the mechalik is before that we had between Rabbi Yosi and the Chachamim whether the the amount of time of that it took from the Mrs. Prisha till Nasina Satara was it from Yom Ravi until Shabbos or from Yom Chamishi till Shabbos the Mechloik, really, this is really the root of the Mechloik is their calculations of exactly how everything took place um, and from there we're going to now Mechloik is how many learn out the lochas of Pelat how many earners is Pelat so we pass in Plata Shekhwazera is six Anishlamas, which the Morse says only goes like Kabyosi. So we have to hold that Bizayan Nitnatara. That's what has to come out, because the only way it's going to work out is if, if the Prisha started on Yam Ravi, which means Rashkadish was on Yam Aleph, and everybody agrees the Torah is given on Shabbos, so it means the Torah is given on Zion. So if we pass in that Vav Anishlamas, um, which is why we keep our calculations of the of um, we keep we pass in Vavah Nishlemis, so that's going to come out to be uh, Shabbos. How do we know we pass in Vavah Nishlemis? That's passing it's passing the halacha because the reason Pesach Wazera has an application, even though I told you really doesn't apply. It's not it's not a prohibition between husband and wife. It has one place where it affects husband and a wife. Not just and that one situation is when a woman is in her shiva nikiyim. If she's pelat shich she loses the day. So pelat shich will will cause her to lose one, that that day of her calculation. It doesn't break the whole seven days, but it makes her lose the day. Her clean day. So if a woman has has dom during a clean day, she loses. She has to start counting her seven days over. She needs seven clean days consecutively. So over day five, she has dam, so she starts over again. She doesn't have seven consecutive days. Woman is Pelet Tashik so she would lose the day. Now, how do you have a woman with Pelet Tashik during her during Shiva Nakim? Shiva Nakim only is a woman who does Zalva Gadala. What's a Zalva Gadala? So the woman's cycle for Nidus works like this. Um, there's two didim in a woman who either she either, either be a nida or a zav. So a woman gets her period. This is the way the rival learns. Not the rabbi has a different way of understanding it. The rival's way is much easier. Um, a woman gets her period, 
That's day one of her, her cycle for, for, for halacha. And neither, whether she sees dam or not, doesn't see dam, she's tummy for seven days. She keeps seeing dam the whole seven days. As long as at the end of the seventh day, before sunset, she stops seeing dam, she becomes, her neither ends at the end of the seven days. She goes to the mikvah the night of the eighth, and she's mot. That's the rice, that's a neither. Now starts the period of time which is called the Yud Aleph Yom, which we discussed before. There are now 11 days, which, which during the 11 days, if she sees them, she becomes not a Nida, but a Zavu. It's called Beloy Esni not during the time of her Nida. So starting from day 8 through day 18, if she sees them, so her, her status is not Nida, her status is Zavu. She sees them one day, she's called Shemar Siyam Kenegadyam. she's telling me one day, so this is, she's, it's a, for example, it's a argument's sake, she, she sees Dam on day 9. So she's told me day 9 and day 10. In day 10, she's called, she's being shermerous, she's being shermerous to see if she will see Dam. She can go to the mikvah by day, but if she does go to the mikvah by day and she sees Dam afterwards, so that was, that, that, that makes her lose the day. So, uh, we had this discussion before, that makes it Mafreya, she's, well, well, it's Mafreya, Mekan Labor, right, but Mafreya, she's Tameya, let's say that, but simple understanding, Mafreya, she's Tameya, the Mishnah is over there, Nida, Mafreya, she's Tameya, and it was not a valid Tzvila. So, had she been with her husband during that time, the Chazal called, even though theoretically, she, right now, she didn't see any down, she went to the Mikvah, so more calls the husband who does that, the, the, uh, a, a person who tries to take things too quickly because, you know, uh, uh, it might end eventually later on the day, it might blow up. But at the end of the day, she's to her. Let's say she does see day, Dom again on day, day 10. So she's seen Dom day 9 and day 10. So she has to be sure Maris the next day. If she sees day, Dom on day 11, now she's Zavagadala. Zavagadala needs seven clean days. So, um, Azaba, I want to point out, Zobah, as, while she's in the status of Zaba, she's also to her husband. So, even in Zaba Katana, which is a Shemesh Yom she's also to her husband for that day. So, day nine she saw, she can't have relations with her husband on day nine anymore, and day ten, so she goes to the mikvah. It's not a good idea, even after she goes to the mikvah, because maybe she might see Dom later on and that'll work retroactively. Okay, but now. Day 11, she's seen three days in a row. She's a Zobah Gedorla. She needs seven clean days. So she comes to her husband. And a Zobah, by the way, even on day seven, she can go to the mikvah by day. But again, she has a problem. She sees Dom afterwards. It works retroactively. She didn't have seven clean days. And she was, the tefillah was, was not valid. So our women do both. They keep seven clean days. And they go to the mikvah by night. So they're dealing with herself as if they're a nida, which goes to the mikvah only by night. The Zimunsav is that there is Zavu, which could go to the Mikvah by day. That's why there certain cases where we're making for women, if necessary, she can go by day, uh, certain coolers. But they keep seven clean days. Uh, they keep seven clean days. Now, our women keep seven because why do they do that? Because keeping a calculation of when this is during a period of neither, a period of Zavu, it's confusing. So they just, they themselves, the Morris says, took upon themselves to keep a status of a Zavu Gadarlo, even if they only saw one day. Now, if they only saw one day, it's impossible to be a Zavu Gadarlo. It's impossible. Zavu Gadol requires three, but they don't want to get involved in keeping things. They have one day, three days. What? Right. So you don't need seven clean days by definition. 
But they said, you know what, they don't want to get involved in that. And the Chumrah gave approval for their decision. Moshe says, made this Chumrah, and the Chumrah gave their stamp of approval, and this now is, becomes a law. So let's go back to our scenario. So here the woman sees on day nine. So let's try argument say she sees on day nine, five, shkias, we'll make, make easy shkia, six o'clock. Five o'clock she sees down. Well, at four o'clock she had relations with her husband. Okay? Then she sees again on day 10. And she sees again on day 11, um, you know, sometime during the day. So she starts counting her seven clean days the night of 12. But remember, it's six full owners, 72 hours. So from, from day nine, from her, her first re on day nine at, at five o'clock in the afternoon, she had relations with her husband at four o'clock in the afternoon. Right? So 24 hours takes you to day 10, 4 o'clock. Another 24 hours takes you to day 11, 4 o'clock. Another 24 hours takes you to day 12 at 4 o'clock. So she starts counting her clean days the night of 12, but if she's Palatashik Mazera the morning of 12, or 3 o'clock in the afternoon of 12, it blows the day. So we said, you know what? I have a better idea. Don't start counting after three days. Wait four days before you start counting. So that's what the Sardin do. The Sardin wait four days. This way you'll never have a problem with the Sheikh Vazir. Ashkenazim wait five days. And they wait five days because of, you know, there's theoretically a case where you have, um, you'd see Benish Moshes. And it's, it's possible a case where it'll be the fifth day of the calculation, even though it'll be only 72 hours of time. So, um, it's because because you deal with five, remember five days doesn't mean five full days it means five days halachic days you know the end of the day counts for a day the, the last minute of the day counts for a day so she had relations like Ben Hashemoshes you know so you're going to be mocked or maybe the, the Bria was the day before she saw day nine at six o'clock where she had relations at 5.59 so it's all Ben Hashemoshes time so we don't know how to calculate it so theoretically it might be you'll count the Ria is day nine, but maybe really the, 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 it was really day ten, and really Tasha was day, day ten also. So if you start counting on day twelve, maybe really it's a day, whatever, I don't get involved in it, but that's the idea. So it, the concept of Pleasant Shiva Zerah plays a halacha in regards to our calculations. So why do we wait three days? Because we passed in six Anishlamas. Because we passed in the Kabyasi. So the Mughan Roman, Simon Tosaridal, says, How do we know we passed in the Kabyasi? Because we passed in six Anishlamas. That, that's why, how do we know that? Because that's the halacha. We, we wait, we count, count for five days before a woman starts going, counting her seven clean days because we pass in like six other shlemas, which means we have to pass in the Tarot's given on Zion. And his famous kash is, I mean, in Earth Israel, they only keep one day Shavuos on Vav Siva. So it's pretty strange that, that, that they celebrate Vav Siva and then the Tarot's given on Zion. That's his kash. I was all this guy just had one cash. <laughs> okay, but again, you know, you, um, right? Okay, yeah, but you know, like, but even if even if that's true, you see from the whole system that they're they're not getting involved in women keeping calculators. Well, we will make it as as uncomplicated as possible. If you keep five and you keep seven, you're clearly clean, right? That's like the guaranteed. 
there are certain cases, certain cases where you have women who have problems with ovulation, you know, they have early ovulation, etc. There's certain coolest ways you can get to before you others, you know. So you can't, you don't, we don't shorten the seven days, but we can shorten the, we can, the calculation of the, four, of the five days. Sometimes we'll make a on four. Adam Sulim, a woman, will make a on four. Um, you know, there's cases where you make a you know, but, okay. What? Pick up one day. Or, now, there's one of the cases, what, what? You mean shorten the day. Right, you gain one more day. Now, there is one example where you don't, it's on the game. Let's say a woman during her seven clean days has not, she obviously not, had not had relations with her husband recently. She got, at the time she got to that, she'd been in need for at least. So then you don't have to wait any days. Because the whole reason why you wait is because the Palestinian was there. Right? There's no reason to, that she obviously not going to be with Palestinian because she didn't have relations. So there's no reason to wait. And that's why a woman can, can see Dom on day five and start making no half second on day five and start counting day six as her day, as day one. Immediately. So um, the, the person deal with the situation. A woman had early ovulation. But she didn't have a long... Now, nowadays, many women, you know, the problem is it's not gay anyway because their, their, their actual flow of dom is more than, four, more than three four days anyway. So until they're able to actually make a, real, a valid half sick, it takes five days anyway. Let's see if a woman who theoretically could do it in three days. In Europe, they were very, very regular. You know, used to be... You know, I mean, about, you know, even, you know, 80 years ago, it was very common women... Were, were, the periods were quicker and they were more, much more regular. Some theories are because of the, the, the there's a lot more f- strength, physical work and apparently it set a different cycle on the body. You know, you, you listen to my mother-in-law describe making, you know, she described making bread, you know. It's like, you, you would be to- totally exhausted by the end of the day. I mean, I, 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 I mentioned to you one time, right? First you had to draw the water. You go to take the water from the well. And, and the, the wood already had chopped. Says, but they couldn't. They, they, they heated their oven and they and they baked. It wasn't worthwhile to heat the oven to bake, you know, every single day. It was, it was a waste. Of, so you do it one day, you'd bake for the whole week. It was a large family. They needed two foot of, of dough to to make enough bread for the. A foot was was ten kilo. It was twenty kilo. They would they would need twenty kilo of flour by hand. My mother-in-law was she fifteen years old. Need you know twenty forty four pounds of dough. By hand, and they would bake the whole day. What well, a flour, forty pounds of flour, and then you had the water. It's like, and, it big, and, then, and then they would, they would never, they baked all the bread for the whole week. When they, you know, she said you put it, they had, they had a brick, brick oven, and you would put the, the things over there. It looked like your, 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 your matzah oven. So they used to cash it out, you know. You put the things over here, and you bake over here. Then you move it to the other side, and you, and you bake on the other side because the, the 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 bricks were hot. So you had the brick, and you had the heat from the, and they keep going back and forth the whole day doing that. And they and for, says they make challah. So challah, you add a little more. You take set some aside, and you add a little more oil, and that was the challah. You know, <laughs> you know, and now and then at the end of the week, the bread was seven days old. <laughs> so, you know that 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 it was took a whole day. But you know, you can imagine. You know, I don't. I, 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 to this day, my mother was 86 years old. Could I know her? She still needs five pounds of dough by hand. <laughs> you know, it's a, you know. So they're very regular. So we had one which took three days, and she had early ovulation. It was like, "Come on, if we can get her to do three days. We can get her to early ovulation." So the eighth of the person is they would skip a month going to the mikvah. So she didn't have to wait. She didn't have to wait her five days anymore. So next month when she would have a riyah. She only had to wait her two days that it took for her flow. 
And she started counting as seven clean days. After day two, she went to mikvah on day nine. Because her ovulation was on day ten. So she didn't go to mikvah. The next month, she was able to have a kid. That since she didn't have relations with her husband, so there's no dinner plus the shikwa zera. You don't have to wait this five days. Right, so you gain your five days. So you only have to wait till you can make your hefsek as soon as you stop having them. I use the earlier zman on there. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Oh, you have to, you have to uh, look at it. Um, so this way, the next month, she hadn't been with her husband, she didn't have to worry, there was no problem with Plita, so she could, as soon as she stopped seeing Dom, she could start counting her seven clean days. So if this woman had a two-day flow, or a three-day flow, on day three, she'd make a half second, and she'd go to Nick on day ten, and have a relationship with her husband, she had a relationship, she could have a kid. You pick up a couple of days sometimes. Now, nowadays, it's almost irrelevant, because there's no woman who takes less than four days, five days, to get, get, her, get all of her Dom out. But in the place we talk about this idea, like, you know, I, I realize it makes sense because they were very much more regular than that. If you want to have a kid, you know, this, this and that. You know, nowadays they use medications for it. Rufus and they have medications which help. You know, they didn't have medications. You want to have a kid, you, you know, you, it's worthwhile to skip a month. You want to have a kid. Okay. So this is this Gemara is not just you know a kind of Gemara. There's a, there's a tremendous amount of halacha built in this Gemara. I see Rashi. I can get so much more than let's get the Rashi's in. What? Uh, the answer is really based on the next page, next the Gemara further. So. Yeah. I want you to come back tomorrow. Okay. Okay, um, we're holding on Rashi, which is the last medium-sized line. Now, that's a posik in the end of Mishpatim, um, page 227 over there, it says, Now, Chomim say this means that that's from Rosh Kodesh till Yom Vav, and Yom Vav, Moshe was called up to Harsinai for the Sinus Right? Um, um, But Rabbi Yossi says that was going on. I'm sorry, the other round. The Chalmers say that Rabbi Yossi says this is referring to Matan Torah, that on day seven he's called up to Harsinai to give the Torah. It's Rabbi Yossi. So Yamashri nit the Torah. What did the Chalmers do with this Pasuk? The Moshe was called up on day seven. He says, no, no, no. That's going on Rabbi Yossi. The Chalmers say that Rabbi Yossi says this is referring to Matan this was after Sarah Sadibus that Moshe Bezalel up in the heart for 40, 40 days. Of the 40 days, he's only called in to whatever that means. The next stage, he's up in Arsina and he's take, called into the, into be given the Torah after seven days. On the seventh day. In, so that's... And Yom Vov is the Sinus of Torah, Kornachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
through your gimel, and on your dalit is when he's only first given something, being given the, you know, given the her in, uh, in Harsina. Rabbi Yossi Svira laid the Moshim Chayiso Oymdim Lekabal Sarsadibis. So this passage is referring to Matan Torah. So what does it mean to call Moshe? Everybody, everybody. Moshe was given, given a special spot to stand they're told as a leave Mitzrayim remember this day so they're told on the day so they're told on Shabbos remember Shabbos so they're told about it on Shabbos. What's the Mechlai? What day was the day that Rosh was Rosh Chodesh? B'Shem Chusu L'Ruch HaGarsim. B'Trei B'Shav Amr Lohu V'Tem Tiyoli. That's the Pesachim Rashi says, of Moshe Olav, Yikrei Lov, Kalinyan Adel Adwarim, and that's Pesach Gimel through Vav, that all took place in Yom Sheni. That was told them the next day, the day after they came. How do we know that? How do we know that it was only on, on, on the second day? Because Moshe always went up to Arsinai in the first thing in the morning. So he came on Aleph Sivan, he couldn't go up. Because he always went up only in the morning. Even if he tell you he didn't come down in the morning, he didn't, you don't equate Aliyah to Yerida, but everybody agrees, Islu le Bashkama, although Dabah had to that Bashkem Mashani went up. So the Mur says, we, the, the rule was, Mashah always, always, always went up Bashkama. Always went up first thing in the morning. So he couldn't go up until the Yerm Shani. He was told on Yerm Shani this communication through Pasuk Vav, and he comes down and he tells it to them on Yerm Shani. He goes back up on Yom Shlishi. He came down towards evening. And he told the And that was Posik Zion. And then the next day he goes back up and tells the Kodesh Boruchu. And that's Pasuk Ches, that's referring to Yom Shlishi in the morning. Um, because we know he always went up in the morning. So he's told Pasuk um, Yudbeis, and he's also told Pasuk um Tess Gimel. is after Posik Yud and Yud Aleph, which is that you should be perished from your wife. She misses Prisha. That was Mrs. Prisha. But Karlochemra is it was um, it was told to Moshe earlier, even it's written in the Pasuk later. How do I know? Um, so, 
it says he went Vayashav Moshe's pasuk Ches. He went. He, re, he replied, and Rosh replies back with pasuk Tes. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells um, pasuk Tes. Moshe Rabbeinu responds and tells the Kodesh Baruch. Um, so we have a problem. Moshe Rabbeinu already answered in Pasuk Ches by Yoshev Moshe's Dibriyom. What's the Yagid Moshe's Dibriyom in Pasuk Ches? Says that tells me that there was another there was another round of communication. Means Moshe Rabbeinu came back down to talk to or something. Moshe Rabbeinu went back up the next morning and told the Kodesh Baruch and then by Yom Moshe so that's how we know that there has to be another stage. Now, what, now, now the next step is good. So Bershom says to Moshe and Pasuk Tez, I'm going to come to you and everybody's going to trust you. If there's no command in that statement, what was Kleisel going to respond to? So we have to say that the command was, since I'm going to come to you, therefore the heart has to be separated out. So Pasuk Yudbezi and Gimel have to be a Hemshech of Pasuk Tez. Moshe Rabbeinu comes down on Yom Gimel, tells Kleisel. Kleisel says, okay, we're ready to accept that. He goes back up on Dalit and says, Christ is ready to accept that. Now what Christ really says is, we want, versus I'm going to talk to you, right? Christ says, no, we want to hear directly from a Kodesh Baruch says back, that's, that says, if so, and that's supposed for the Prisha is here in Yom Dalit. We're not going to finish the Rashi today, but, but that's, that's, that's how we understand that there was another stage of, of, of communications over there. Which is not explicit when you look at the proofing, but that's how the more figures it out.